here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. SAFM 105.6 FM in Palaborwa. Right, thank you so much for staying with us. Just changing gears completely now. Um, and we we are back at uh, a conversation, our relationship uh, conversation with our expert resident, expert Vanessa Mkhorosi, who is a relationship and life coach. And she usually joins us on a Monday. And so today we are discussing relationship dynamics between women. Okay, so this this is going to be an interesting one. I'm also in conversation with Dudum Somi, who's a founder and uh, CEO of Busara Leadership Partners. Um, and she is going to reflect on that relationship in the corporate space. So I just want to welcome both of you ladies onto the show. Welcome, Dudu. Welcome, Vanessa. Thank you, Penela. And good afternoon to the listeners. So let me start with you, Dudu. So in the workplace, your experience around how women relate to one another, give me a sense of your experience. Well, it's not uniform. You know, we, we, it, it's exactly as diverse as the human beings are on mm. this earth. So I try very hard not to put uh, people in boxes and, and create a stereotype. You know, my I'm on a mission to change this attitude we have you know the quote madeline albright mm. that says there's a special place in hell for women that don't help other women <laughs> and and we all love that quote at some point because we kind of felt justified and vindicated but actually men also don't necessarily always support each other so it's more about the individual mm. uh, my experience is i've had support from both men and women And sometimes the people that you feel strongly towards don't support you. And sometimes they're male and sometimes they're not female. So I think we should break out of the stereotype. Although I do have this feeling that as women, because we are a minority in many spaces, I would love for us to feel like it's natural for us to support each other, but it's not. So so that was actually probably my next question in saying that then should we take it upon ourselves to go out of your way? So if you are a woman boss, to lift others, is it something you should preoccupy yourself with? It's a wish that I do have that as women, if you are minority, um, and we have been touting this equality forever. I mean, every year we talk about the same thing. We talk about the stats. So it would be great that women feel like it's natural to them that uh, we don't see other people as threats. I always say there's enough for all of us. But it's also our value system. You know, some of us are rooted in the scarcity mindset that if I'm shining, then uh, it means there's less shine on you. I actually just gave a presentation just last Friday to um, women from Volpac, uh, a company in Durban, and I changed Marion Williamson's uh, poem a bit. And I said, we are all meant to shine. We were born to make manifest what is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And I was saying, and we need to understand that, that we are all equal, we're just different. Let me bring you in here, Vanessa. Um Dudu is saying, well, you know, ordinarily in the workplace, there are fewer women around. So it would be nice if we support one another. Society and in in our communities, there are more women in numbers. 
Talk to me about the challenges or your observations of how women relate with one another. Um, it's, I absolutely agree with Gu uh, and um, you know to and, and and share the same wish as her to be um, able to share and organically want to support each other as women, and this would require um, an awareness and an understanding first things first of our feminine energy power. Um, which is something, you know, amongst and during all the programming and the social conditioning that most women have to undergo before they can actually achieve anything in their lives. It's having that awareness of our feminine energy and knowing how to channel it um, in, and, and match it in different environments so that we can use it for something that can you know, change the lives of others. Um, when we have that understanding and um, have developed that feminine energy, we are able to then relate to each other differently because we are not bringing into our relations or our interactions, our programming and subconscious programming and um, conditioning, social conditioning, um, which is what usually comes at play. Uh, more rather than actually embracing each other. I'm going to take your calls on 0891-104-207. WhatsApps as well on 0614-104-107. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.6 FM in Bloemfontein. Thank you so much for staying with us. I'm in conversation with Dutum Somi, who's the founder and CEO of Busara Leadership Partners. And I'm also in conversation with Vanessa Mukhorosi, relationship and life coach. Uh, and we are discussing relationships, women relationships, the dynamics between how women relate with one another in the corporate space, in social spaces, in homes, in families, and so on. Dutu, we often hear people talk about how, you know, the women, women are nurturers. They have got this, you know, in, in them, uh, biologically, they are, they are the kind of people that nurture one another. The question then is, why does it seem so hard to have more women in the room um, if, if, if it is that we are naturally people that nurture one another, does that is that I'm I'm not sure if I'm making sense. Yeah, no, you do. Uh, we were socialized that way. Remember, um, there's a thing called evolution. Yes. So our social structures are different. We are socialized differently. We now um, in diverse environments. Most times, what ends up happening is that we we assimilate into the culture of menwood um, so particular qualities that are seen to be leadership qualities if you're in leadership in terms of like uh, women shouldn't be soft yes um and feminine whichever way mm. but also there is a diversity um there isn't just one way of being a woman not all women are nurturing and and for me i'm very protective about that that mm. Part of what we are fighting for as women is choice. And having a choice means that we also have to accept that there are women that are not typically the stereotypes that we were thought women were. 
the one thing I do like encouraging women is when we get into environments, use your individual uh, self, your character, your power as an individual, whether it's the same or different from somebody else. And don't just assimilate. Most of us, because we want to fit into situations, we assimilate. I always use this example of um, uh, Lin In, the author of Lin In, you know, when she's writing about being pregnant and working at Google and then finding out that there is no parking bay close to to the building. You don't have to, as a woman, be pregnant to understand that our environments are not designed to be conducive for both male and female. So when we get into environments, we need to transform those environments and make them habitable for everybody, not just men. So that's what I'm more interested in, in Mm. terms of women. It's the nurturing and caring nature. Not all of us are like that. Uh, Even as African people, I mean, I always tell the story of somebody I worked with and she used to pass the, uh, in, in the passage. And yes. it's, it used to be a shock to my system. I didn't wake up with you, so I do expect <laughs> that we should say hello, good morning, whatever. And when I tried to tell her that, she said, oh, no, I don't have to. If I don't feel like it, I don't need to. Oh, and wow. it was an African female. Wow. I, I, I was like, traumatized for a while. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got over it. So we have to stop putting people into boxes. We're not the same. Because I was actually going to say there is you and then there's also the expectation, you know, where where there is an expectation. You're a woman. You're supposed to speak up for us. You're yeah, a woman. You're, exactly. su- you're African. You're supposed to speak up for us. It's like also in, in, in the boardroom. Yes. Most times a black person is the only one who's supposed to talk about transformation. Yes, yes. It is the entire strategic focus of an organization. Don't wait for me. Mm. I get more excited when a white person is pushing that agenda. So mm. it's the same thing as uh, in terms of women and males. Mm. There are things I, I would like to have a caring male. I don't want a male who's going to treat us like dirt in the workplace. So uh, there are, I'm sure um, we can talk about this more about the feminine qualities and the masculine qualities and we each embody every one of us embodies both it's a matter of what the environment promotes more and in our environment especially in the business world in the western world we push the masculine energy more Mm. Vanessa that tension of of pushing that masculine energy more I mean it doesn't only stay in the boardroom it returns back at home with you because you would have had a deadline or you would have meetings and you arrive say you know after five after six you are not necessarily the one who's going to be cooking and yet again we've got we've gone back to this the expectations of what the woman's role would be then in the home and if those dynamics are not sorted out we we're in for trouble aren't we indeed we are indeed we are vanessa and not all of us women like to cook <laughs> the idea yes. that you are useless just because you don't want to cook i mean i must say my best friend who's male, Donnie Walker, he's going to love this, is one of the best cooks ever. <laughs> so, so and but, yeah. He, he cooks well. So if he cooks every day, that's, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then, Vanessa, when, when you are entering into a union or a relationship, and when I say relationship, I mean whether it is romantic or not, are you supposed to then have these disclaimers? Because the world has expectations of you as a woman 
one, two, three, X, Y, Z. Are you then supposed to say, look, I'm not the cook. Look, I'm not the one that, you know, I don't know. But is that something that should, you should always be um, cautioning people towards about your orientation and, and how you are as a woman? Um, the the roles within a relationship is something that should be discussed uh, and managed, especially with expectations. You know, if you uh, go into a commitment, you need to be clear about whose role, who is responsible for what, and what role are they playing within the relationship, and um, the limitations as well, or boundaries, so to speak. If you are not a fan of being in the kitchen, and you are have you have a husband who expects for an arrangement needs to be made so that there's you know the the expectations are managed and nobody's put in a situation where they end up doing something that they find absolutely no joy in. Um, but yeah, this is something that would have to be discussed. Also, just managing again the 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 feminine energy, like we say, you know, how do you bring that into a space? without falling or being um falling into the the stereotypes or um the the myths and theories around what a woman is supposed to be it's being it's having the power to be able to design what that means for you as a woman and like i'm saying with how you manage and create awareness around what that energy is and how to be able to channel it um is is something that Every single woman should have a desire to do it, to be able to design and to create your feminine energy experience, not necessarily having to fit into some label or um, description of what that is. Yeah. Let's take calls. I do see you as yet on 0891-104-207. You can also send us voice notes on 0614-104-107. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. Hi, Pimelo. Yeah, um, you leave your girlfriend and your mother in the same room, go to the shop or drive around, get some uh, home stuff from the shops. You come back, you come back and they are laughing their lungs out and with their teary faces. I mean, nothing wrong. Laughing out loud. You ask, what's this all about? And they don't tell you. You know, sometimes it's very exciting to to see that the mother and the and my girlfriend are getting along. But you know, in many other cases, a girlfriend slash fiance would not necessarily see eye to eye with the potential mother-in-law. What causes that, right? And yeah, or is is it is it different strokes for different strokes for different folks, basically? Um, what causes that? Yeah. This is Klaba from Eastern Cape. Thank you. This is Pumelo. Uh, I understand that uh, if the woman is working, your wife is working, it's all right. You can also help her to cook. But what happens to those ones who are not working and you come from work, you find she's sitting there, say you also can cook. There's nothing that is written to say only women can do the job. What he, as a man, must say when it comes to that. Thank you. Okay. 
I didn't get the name of the person who's just sent us the voice note. But let me tell you, my brother. So this is an all-woman team today. And everyone's looking down and they're shaking their heads. And <laughs> they're thinking, Whoo, we need a teaching. I'm going to leave it to you, Vanessa. Your thoughts on that comment? These are the very stereotypes that we are fighting on a daily basis. And, and what I was mentioning earlier on about managing expectations in a relationship. This seems to be a general... You know, women are supposed to cook or behave a certain way. These are these stereotypes, and you know, feminine energy is not about that. It's about it's not about you know um, being barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. It's it's about respecting and having the acknowledgement that you know, as feminine people or, or women, we we have different desires and needs and requirements that we have to push totally out of first before we can even achieve anything that we want. Um, and at, until we can change this perception and manage these expectations that people have or descriptions of what a woman is supposed to be, um, you know, we're going to be stuck here. But it's also our responsibility as women to, again, design and create new narratives and new, you know, um, explanations yeah. about what it is that we stand for. Yeah. I'll come back to, to the other one about the mother-in-law in a short while, because I find it really fascinating how the world has embraced the concept of a chef being a man, how the world has embraced the concept of a fashion guru being a man. And the world just can't have room to understand that there are women who are you know, uh, not necessarily inclined to cook. In other words, we are, as as Dudu was saying, we've got different interests. So, you know, wh- why do you expect... And different strengths. Yes. And different strengths. And different you know, strengths. I mean, I was having a conversation, I shall disclose this, my ex-boyfriend from mm. years ago, mm. <laughs> who kind of shared with me. He yes. said part of what made it impossible for him was he felt inadequate. He mm. just... He could not see, and and there is nothing he said I was doing, yeah. but he just felt like wow. he could not live up to an image wow. that he has of what he should be. Wow. And so it is rooted in our belief system. It is, and some of us as women perpetuate this in how we bring up our males. Yes. And also our, our, our girl children. Yes. We perpetuate these stereotypes. Yeah. Um, children, uh, you know, if a guy is showing some, you know, feminine quality, mm. like enjoying cooking, mm. he's a sissy, mm. or if he cries easily, you know, he's not man enough. So we all have to reorientate our thinking and start respecting an individual. Listen, I'm, I'm just talking about about the, the mother-in-law. Yes. There are elements that are controlling and possessive and judgmental that can happen in characters. It's just that it's more spoken about when it comes to the female. I don't know about the father-in-law. Mm. We never talk much about the father-in-law, but the mother-in-law is always very vocal, uh, but they do get judgmental and possessive so that they start seeing the new female as a competitor. Sometimes it's like, it's not the kind of girl I wanted for my son. So that energy is already negative. So there are a lot of things that we have to do as individuals to change who we are 
by the time we get into the world, we are just sharing who we are. Yeah. Uh, Ziad, thank you so much for your patience. Good afternoon, Ziad. Good afternoon, I was uh, holding you. I'm I so sorry. I'm sorry, my and brother. And then uh, I call again, but it's fine. Oh, excuse me. Uh, yes. My questions are, uh, I have two questions, but uh, I'm going to listen uh, yes. on radio. Yes. The first question is, um, as you know, that there's inequality at a working place with regard to gender, mm. like uh, especially the men. Mm-hmm. get high salary and then the women get less. So I wanted to know if the other women, is there any other women who are working on this to put a balance on this? And then the second question is, has, because now when I look at it, it looks like it's the women that are unemployed in, uh, in SAD. You know in what I think is interesting, Ziad? Yeah. What I think is interesting, you are asking if women are doing something for women to be earning mm-hmm. more. Yes, that's what I'm asking. So, so I, it's I, the women that must fix the problem. I, 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 no, it's just that because you, you, today you are talking about the women. Yes. So that's why I'm asking you and other women that are helping to do that. I hear you. What I'm saying yeah. is, is yet, and I hear you and I appreciate what you're saying. It's almost saying, let's move the conversation a little bit further. What Dudu was saying was how nice it would be to have allies for women. So in the same breath that we are all concerned about the gender pay, pay gap, I'm saying just think about it differently in the sense that if there are other people in the room, how nice it would be for them to also make it their business for women to earn more. Yeah, you're right. You also have to be fighting for self of it. Yeah. Thank you so much for your call, Desiat. Do, do you want to comment on, on that particular call? Yeah, uh, you know, usually you can empower somebody when you have the power and authority yourself. Mm. So the issues around inequality, this is why we need people in power. When women are in power, it's always good that they are are the champions of that change. Salary inequality has taken long. Income, it it has not been as much of a focus, and it really needs a focus. But a lot of our CEOs and a lot of our leaders in in organizations are still male and and exactly what you've just said they're the ones that also need to take on because they know that it's inequality so we should change it yeah uh, vanessa you you've got the last word just for us i mean i I've, first of all let's start with the mother-in-law comment let's just maybe see if you can address that ah uh, yeah um you know it's it's a, it's a very tricky dynamic and it's complex on its own because there's, again, roles and expectations that need to be managed in between a mother-in-law and a future uh, daughter-in-law. Um, and it's not, a, it's not also a given. If you come from a specific programming where it is actually your right in your reality to put your thumb over another woman because you feel threatened or insecure about what they're bringing into the picture, then this is something that needs to be worked on from that point of view. Um, and it should also be something that, you know, doesn't sit well uh, with anyone when we are about supporting each other and uh, bringing each other up. This is a, it's, a, it's, it's something that sits within our our um, character or personality, so to speak. So, you know, when you look at it from that point, then it's not just a generalization of saying, well, usually relationships between uh, mother-in-laws and and, and daughter-in-laws are are tricky. Not when they don't, if if this is not something that they 
desire or they have a wish for their son to be happy. It doesn't have to be a complex dynamic. Mm. Vanessa Mohorosi, thank you so much for your comments. And and just to add to what um, to you, Dudu, because I'm also going to ask you to wrap quickly, is that I have seen very progressive men who who stiffen up when they see their little boys go to a doll in a in a toy shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a toy shop. So you know, when when they think they are very very dynamic and they they've evolved, there is something there that they still cannot help but feel a little bit uncomfortable when their boy children start seeing yeah. you know dolls as something they want to play with releasing from stereotypes releases just not just women but also males yeah. males also are living a life that they don't necessarily choose but they are being subjected to because the society has constructed a world now that they are prisoners to so Honestly, males should also see this as their own liberation, yes. that the subjugation of women is also disempowering them. So it should be a universal uh, fight that we should all go into in terms of equality and relationships. And then see each other as individuals. Yeah. For me, that is the most important thing. Appreciate the chat, ladies. Dutum Somi is a founder and CEO of Busara Leadership Partners. And I've also been talking to Vanessa Mohorosi, who is relationship and life coach. It's two o'clock. Let's go to Utsila Sako for the latest in SABC News.